Hello. 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 And welcome to the Let's Eat Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. I'll explain in a little bit why I did that. There's a little bit of a deeper meaning, but most of all, I'm weird and like to mix things up. Really excited for this episode because today we're going to punch procrastination in the face and help you start getting more stuff done. Why would you want to listen to this episode? Here are three good reasons. Maybe you need to get some pretty big projects done. Maybe you're just getting started on making some behavioral changes in your life or changes in your routine. Or possibly you need to confront your fears about communicating something. Maybe you're going to ask for a raise or ask your coworker out. I'm looking at you, Gregory. First of all, let me tell you that I am no guru in the field of procrastination. I've had my fair share of lags and delays in getting stuff done. But that is exactly why I am the best person to actually have this conversation with you. I am a guinea pig. Someone who understands the problems that you are going through. Someone who can relay this information in a meaningful way. What I'm about to discuss with you today has come from many other authors, experts who have studied such a thing. I found these things to be incredibly true in my own journey. I found it true when starting this podcast and when the first episode took a painstaking four weeks just to publish. And now I have a system where I can produce two in one week. I found these things helpful when I was a student in college and had to develop a business plan five years ago to start my own company. It's going to be good, y'all. And I truly hope I can inspire at least one person today to make a change in their lives and be 10% more wonderful than last week. So let's make your life even more fulfilling with our 54th episode of the Career Warrior Podcast. I just thought it might be useful to talk about the reason why a lot of us procrastinate. And I know a few of these reasons actually resonate with me. The first being a lot of us feel very comfortable with where we're at right now. And as humans, I believe we have the tendency to stick within our comfort zone because, you know, what's the point? What's the point in growing when literally right now I'm happy, I'm getting fed, I have shelter, I have some friends. It's this concept of not wanting to grow just because our human tendency tells us that we're already okay. And that is true to some extent, but the problem with this is it often inhibits us getting things done, especially the things that we need to do most. I heard somebody reference this as Newton's first law in motion. An object at rest will stay at rest. It makes a lot of sense to me. And the second being the perfectionism standard. And I know this is one of the reasons why I tend to not want to get things done is because I'm afraid that when I do, it's just not going to be perfect enough. It's going to not look very good. Therefore, what's the point or therefore why I think I could just wait a little bit longer so I can get it down right the first time. We're going to be talking about some of these specific things, but I thought I would lay that out here now because some of these things may resonate with you. For me, I've been procrastinating about making music And that's why I had that intro in the very beginning of this podcast. It's something that I really, truly love doing is mixing and audio engineering and getting the the panning and the pitch just right, getting all the production down. Well, I used to make music all the time back in my early 20s, and this is one of the biggest passions I had. And I've been wanting to get back into it for years. Literally five years, I've been telling myself, okay, start making some songs, man. It's been too long. You love doing this. Start making some songs. It doesn't matter if they suck. Just start doing it because it's one of the best ways you can express yourself creatively. All right, now it's your turn. 
Now I'm going to ask you why specifically you're listening to this episode. I'm going to actually take a pause for a second because I don't know whether you're driving in your car or you're going for a walk or you are, I don't know, just you love podcasts so much you just happen to be sitting at home listening to one. But stop right now and ask yourself, what is the one thing that you're procrastinating on the most or to actually get done? All right, we'll take a five-second pause here. Actually think that through because we're going to start taking some action at the very end of this episode and you'll see why. All right, was that long enough? Good. So now that you know what your one thing is that you've been procrastinating on for I don't know how long, now I'm going to ask you why you've been procrastinating. And this is a really tough question. Maybe you'll have to do a little bit longer than a five-second pause. But stop and think, what, what's the main reason why I'm not getting done the thing that I told myself I would get done? Is it perfectionism? Is it not having time? Is it using your energy as an excuse? Stop and give a little reflection. <clears throat> All right, cool. Do we have our one answer? Fantastic. This just a little bit of self-awareness can make you go such a long way. And I want you to think about these things as we're going over these four key things that I've learned about dealing with procrastination. And like I said, at the very end, we're going to do our best to tackle this and you're going to get it done. I believe in you. And that's the way we're going to make it happen. All right. So here we are. The four things you can do to punch procrastination in the face and start getting more things done. Well, we'll start with a key principle of focus. Yes, it's my favorite one, and that's because that is going to be at the heart of getting things done. It's always focus. It's always where our attention is. And in the book, How Memory Works and How to Make It Work for You, one of my favorite books, uh, memory expert Robert Madigan, who's a psychologist, discusses the principle of how to pay better attention to things. And since attention is directly related, related to productivity, I thought that this was the perfect example. Robert discusses that some of the best ways to do this have to do with your motivation levels. So one of the things he mentions in the book is the reason why we're motivated to do so many things is because we've built up enough curiosity about the specific topic. So what I'll have you do right now is think about some of the reasons why you're motivated to actually get that thing done that you need to get done. This motivation, like I said, will keep your energy high. I highly recommend as an exercise writing this down and we'll have you do that at the end of this episode, but ask yourself first, what is possible if I achieve my goal? The one thing that I keep procrastinating on, whether it's, I don't know, maybe the fact that you haven't sent out those job applications that you wanted to, or let your boss know that you think you deserve a promotion. What, what do you think is possible if you end up actually achieving your goal? This is key principle number one in motivating yourself is really getting a clear picture of what you're going to achieve. Why do I want this? So why do I want that promotion? Why do I want that next job offer? Is it because of the money? Why is it because of the money? Is it because I am having a hard time paying my rent? Or is it because I just want more money? Or is it something deeper than money? Is it something that has to do with who you are as a person or your passions or something else like that? So genuinely finding out more about this and probing into it. Don't just ask yourself this once, 
find out really what is the number one reason why. So this is key principle number one and perhaps a little bit less practical. I'm a very practical guy. If you've been listening to a lot of these podcasts, I like to give action steps and things to do, but I really do recommend every single one of you actually sit down and write your motivations down for getting these things done. Otherwise, you're never going to want to do it. Just case in point. Trust me. All right. Thing number two, now that we have our motivations down, it is the principle of just one step. And this is going to be the thing that really gets the ball rolling for you. If it hasn't already, I highly recommend this because this is what's been able to get me through all my paper writing and all the procrastination that I've ever done in the past. Pick just one thing that you're going to do related to this big daunting task. So this is the principle of just one step. And I'm personally a fan of making the first step in your task the easiest. Some people recommend making it the hardest because they say once, you know, done the hardest thing related to your project and therefore, you know, you've got most of the work done. I actually like to do the easiest because it's hands down the easy thing, easiest thing to do. And once I get that done, um, I feel like I've gotten some momentum. So let's say we need a facelift. Let's say we need to go out there and get a job that really appeals to us. Maybe the first thing you do is you send out your resume to just one friend to solicit feedback. How hard is that? Like how long do you think that would take you to just get the ball rolling by just getting your resume and forwarding it to one person? Or let's say that you have a huge 25 page paper and the first thing that you might want to do first is start to brainstorm some topics to get down on that paper. Ellen Hendrickson, a psychologist at BU, says that building not knowing into the task can actually be very useful. She says the key is to acknowledge that it's totally normal to feel overwhelmed or stupid when you're just starting out, especially if you've never done the task before. Therefore, build confusion into the task. Make figure out steps the first step. Maybe add scream into your pillow to the top of your to-do list if that keeps you moving. I really like what Ellen says because, you know, sometimes it does take a long time to get started and that's because we genuinely don't know what we're doing. So in this case, you might want to actually build in a 30 minute quick work session on coming up with a good strategy on how to actually tackle the thing that you need to do. If it's a bigger, more complex task or project, it actually may end up taking a lot more than 30 minutes, but at least get that initial brainstorming session and bonus points if you can get somebody to help you out with that. In the same article by Ellen Hedrickson, this is actually a Psychology Today article. I found it to be very useful. I'll post that in the description below. Ellen says that untangling perfectionism with the task is key. So perfectionism, possibly one of the worst things that's causing your procrastination, may be the cause of not getting any of these things done. One of the best pieces of advice I could give to you perfectionists out there is let your tasks come out crappy at first. You know, whatever it is that you are afraid of getting done, let it be complete crap. Like in the beginning, not the entire time, but if you can actually get something out there first to get rid of your procrastination, first of all, I'm sure it's not going to be as bad as you think it's going to be. Everyone always does because obviously you're perfectionist by your nature, but it's going to be a lot better than you think. And you're going to have the opportunity to refine it over and over and over again. So this is what I highly recommend. And this is how I've been able to get past every hurdle 
Um, this is how I got the first podcast episode out. Over time, I was able to improve just by doing it over and over and over again and revising and making improvements. And let's say it's something that's not that doesn't have anything to do with the project. Let's say it's something like, um, I don't know, going to ask your boss for a promotion. Yeah, it's it's not going to be easy the first time. In fact, it may not come out right and you may not get the promotion, but it's still getting it done. Something else you can do in addition to that is practice that ask. So if you are going to go ask your boss for a promotion, one of the things I advocated in an earlier episode is practicing big pieces of communication. So things that are a big deal, um, such as talking with your boss, asking for a promotion, practice that out loud in front of a mirror and actually get some notes out and write out your key points because yes, maybe it will turn out to be crappy at first, but at least you'll practice that through and by the third, fourth and fifth time, you'll have it more refined. Okay, cool. So far we covered focus, asking yourself why, what are some of the big amazing things that can happen once you get this thing done. Thing number two is the principle of just one step, scheduling just one thing on your calendar to make that first hurdle. And this next principle is one of my favorite things that I've learned, especially when it comes to writing things and completing projects that are just daunting. I call this the Chris method. I actually didn't make it up, but we'll, we'll say I made it up. Um, this is actually something I've heard from many coaches online and from authors who have had to work with a deadline and have had a lot of trouble getting things written. Yes, even professional authors have writer's block and they are the ones who have the most pressure to actually get these things done. They recommend this principle and I'll call it chunking, but it's the idea of setting a timer for the activity that you have to get done and just absolutely committing to it no matter what. So if you have a piece of paper, so if you have a paper or a project you need to write, it's setting a timer for 45 minutes and no matter what your fingers are running, they are doing its work. They're actually getting it done. And when the timer goes off, this is, this is key. And this is the promise you got to make to yourself. You stop, absolutely stop doing work. And this doesn't mean getting on your iPhone and scrolling on Facebook. This doesn't even mean doing more work that has to do with the project. This means getting up, getting your body moving and going possibly for a stretch or doing some mindless activity that can take your mind off the project. And oh my gosh, can I tell you that if, if you're going to take away one thing from this episode, it should be that because I've been able to get everything that you can possibly imagine done. Gosh, writing a report that I really, really didn't want to write, doing a research that was incredibly boring because I was able to implement this principle and I think it just works so incredibly well. Another key tip to doing this is if you can do it first thing in the morning when you haven't checked your emails or your brain hasn't been just say inundated with every little thing that you have to worry about, that's when it can actually, that's when the magic can actually start to happen. Once again, key principle, make sure to sit down, make sure you're uninterrupted, physically get a timer out because this is, I don't know what it does, but psychologically, psychologically for me to actually have a countdown timer next to me does drive me to actually get this thing done and stopping. Ratios, let's talk about how long you should work and how long you should take breaks. I actually like to work in 40-minute chunks and take 10-minute breaks. This is what's worked really well for me. Maybe start off with that 40-minute of uninterrupted work 
and take 10 minute breaks and adjust according to what works best for you. The key principle is to actually work very hard during those 40 minutes and just get it done. Let it be crappy if it's going to be crappy and stop during your break time. Um, You can even schedule several of these sessions back to back to get a bigger project done. But I highly do recommend this as a technique for blasting your procrastination away. Okay, key principle number four, accountability. Let this be the icing on top of the cake. Let this be the one thing that really does drive you to get things done, especially when they have deadlines. Even if this is something that seemingly is self-centered, such as your personal job search, I would look and get a trusted friend to help you out and let them know that you are on this journey yourself to try to accomplish something and let them know exactly why you're doing it, right? This is the first thing that we talked about. Um, is your motivation in, in finding out your why and let them know when you would like to achieve it. This element of telling other people I'm telling you is just so incredibly powerful because yeah, peer pressure works. <laughs> it actually helps you get things done. And it's, this is just the way our brains are wired is just having other people. Um, and it just adds a lot more pressure. And this has been one of the reasons why I have been able to write business plans get reports done. And for instance, it's been a reason why I have committed to getting a published episode out Monday and Thursday is because I told you all in our 50th episode that this is exactly what we're going to do. And if I didn't follow through on my word, I would feel a little bit weird. I'd feel a little bit crappy about not following through on my promise. So the accountability is such a powerful principle. So I recommend getting a friend involved in whatever way you possibly can. So let's get to the exercise portion. And uh, guys, I can't emphasize this enough. Learning is not passive. Like the last thing I would want to happen is for all of you guys to listen to this episode, feel inspired. Maybe you just had a cup of coffee and you're just super wound up and excited. But to go home and forget everything. And next thing you know, another week has gone by and you didn't get done the thing you wanted to get done. All right, so this is what you're going to do today once you're done driving or once even right now if you possibly can. You are going to pull up your calendar. I love Gmail calendar or maybe you have a physical calendar and you're going to write your first step of the thing that you need to get done. Uh, If you've already started taking some steps, maybe you're going to write down your next step. The second thing you're going to do is you're going to make sure you have your why down. Notice I said write your first step down. I actually think that this may be a little bit more effective because there's something about having an event on a calendar that helps you out. So within that calendar event, I want you to write your why. So why are you doing this? What are some key performance indicators for whatever you're doing as being successful? And you're going to write your deadline. The next thing you're going to do is you're going to get out your calendar and you're going to create a second event for the deadline of getting done, whatever you need to get done. So let's go ahead and use an example of somebody in their job search. So an example of a first calendar event you might create is send Susie, Susie might be a good friend of yours, your resume and ask for feedback. So a really easy first step to do that's going to get the ball rolling. For your second calendar event, for your deadline, you might say something like, I should have applied to five jobs by now. 
and you'll put that at the end of next week. All right, is this making sense so far? Am I getting some of you out of your procrastination zone? Good, okay, perfect. And for your next bit of accountability, and this is something that I will welcome. I don't make all promises because I do get a lot of messages from people, but if I could just sincerely help one single person avoid procrastination today, I will follow through on that promise. So what you're going to do is email me at projects, P-R-O-J-E-C-T-S, at letseatgrandma.com. Email me what that deadline is, okay? And email me what it is exactly that you want to get done. I will personally return back to you with an email asking you for an update. And I'm really excited for this because I want to hear some of the things that all of you are trying to de-procrastinate on. Perhaps it's a job search related thing, or maybe it's just getting a project done. Um, and I want to hold you accountable because I really want to help my fellow warriors out because you guys are part of my tribe. And this is something that excites me. So that's the exercise. I am absolutely excited to hear about some of these things. And like I said, if I could just help one person get over their procrastination and do something to change the world or change their lives, I will be absolutely happy. And I will know that my job here is done and my work is finished. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. This was the 54th episode of the career warrior podcast. Just truly enjoyed writing this one out because I know it's something that um, has affected me in the past. It's something that still continues to affect me um, is procrastination. So I'm going to get to work right now. What I will do as my promise to you guys is come up with one song. And this sounds like a lot here, but one song by the end of the month. You got to cut me some slack here because sometimes these songs take a long time to come up with. And I will play it for you over the radio here, and I'll give you a little sneak preview. That's my way of keeping myself accountable and getting it done. All right, you've been a fantastic listener-based and a really wonderful audience. I look forward to seeing you on Monday morning for our next episode. And for more on your job search, make sure to check out letseatgrandma.com. That's where you can find our blog, where we post the podcast show notes and so many more articles that will help you in your job search. You can also check out our resume services if you are interested in getting your resume professionally reworked. And please make sure to show us some love by jumping onto iTunes and leaving us a rating. The support from my fellow warriors will show the world how great this podcast is and help other people in their job search. Pay it forward. Thanks, guys, for being true warriors, and thank you for tuning in. I'll see you next week.